0: Hi, good morning this is amy and carrie with the great connect how are you good how are you amy <laughs> i love the music uh, the music capabilities we have <laughs> right now this is great um i'm i'm really good thank you this is um i'm wearing a wonderful sweatshirt today it says on wednesdays we smash the patriarchy it's my favorite i try to wear it every wednesday Um, I am so excited because we have a special, special guest today, Philippa Gerling, the founder and CEO of Camp Chateau. Uh, Philippa, good
1: afternoon, right? And good afternoon to you too. It is afternoon for me, (laughs) just about. I'm very confused about my time zones at the moment, but I am in the UK this week, so (laughs) it is afternoon. very rainy English afternoon. Oh,
0: see, I love that. That's why I want to move to the UK because of the of, of the rain. I'm very like, no sunshine. You can get too
1: much of a good thing. i oh,
0: <laughs> fair, yeah, like anything else, right? Right. Um, yeah. Well, this is a very special episode of the Great Connect as Carrie and I are just recently returning from a uh, weekend, a long weekend retreat in the woods and uh, Essex Woods in the Ma- in Massachusetts. Area and one of the first things that Carrie and I did when we returned is said, "Wow, that was amazing. That felt like summer camp. That felt rejuvenating on
2: so many levels." Um, Carrie, would you say the same? Had oh my gosh, yes. I mean, it's I wanted to have more time to play in the woods and explore, and you know, we did a, a lot of amazing things, and yet I felt like I needed a longer experience. <laughs>
1: yes yeah so
0: so as we- as we returned uh we definitely wanted to bring and invite Philippa on to talk because Philippa has found a way to do just that for women. She has founded a camp for women designed by women, and I won't steal her thunder, but um I think some of the things that I was really excited about coming back was I felt like we had recess. Uh, and a, do you, anyone remember, remember the term recess it, when you'd go out and like kick a ball around or play on the moon, Obviously. whatever, what have you. And um, you know, I think the most, the, one of the things that was incredible for me was that we weren't, we weren't in charge. We weren't responsible for day to day. Carrie, do you, we we were kind of joking with where's Corey. Corey was our chef all week. And uh, we we're like, where's Corey? We miss Corey. So Bringing back that, I think the, the biggest word that I think about is joy. And, Philippa, I know you you feel a lot about joy and the way that you're, you've created Camp Chateau. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and welcome. We are so happy to have you. We adore you. And
1: um, what you got cooking? Oh, we got so much cooking. Thank <laughs> you so much for inviting me, both of you. And, um, and I love to hear that you had a taste of camp. Yeah. So what we, what we do at Camp Chateau is six days and five nights of that fun. And I think um, using recess is a great term. In England, we used to say playtime, mm. which makes it very clear what we're doing. Yeah. This is playtime. And so the whole idea behind Camp Chateau is that women in particular need spaces they can go to where they can just relax. There's nothing else expected of you. You're not supposed to achieve something. You're not supposed to attain something. You don't come to Camp Chateau because you want to work on your leadership skills or build your self-esteem or learn different levels of power. All those things are super important. Definitely do them. Go to places that will give you that. Camp Chateau will not. Camp Chateau is about come as you are, do what you want. And we try to make sure that there are so many choices for you while you're at camp that you can pick the things that will be the most restorative for you, the things that will contribute the most to your resilience and, you know, recovery. A lot of people actually need some recovery time, downtime, where they can just relax. So we have an all-inclusive program where you spend time in shared bunks. We have bunk rooms, but their chateau bedrooms so this is a this is not Different your level no, of bunking yeah <laughs> no words no this is a oh, beautiful blind fabulous chateau bedroom but you are sharing it with other people and then we have activities all day you can pick two or three activities do you want to go kayaking horseback riding jam making wine tasting watercolors cyanotype gardening what do you want to do and you pick those things that you'll enjoy or You take a book and you go lie in a hammock and you relax. You do whatever is you and whatever you need. And um, so I love that you have had a taste of this. But you need a little longer because, you know, it takes three days to just, um, you know, check out of your normal life. And so I'm expecting most people at camp sometime around the beginning of day four (laughs) to suddenly realize, oh, I'm allowed to just be me. Yeah. and relax and work on myself, this is uh, an amazing experience. Yes. So that's what we're about. Yes. So, I love
0: so, so I've had the pleasure of all, of knowing that for a few months. Carrie, how do you feel about hearing that?
2: It sounds almost too good to be true. And like the things that I feel that come up for me that like I want to work on, like you're identifying things for me that like are exactly why I should be doing that is how do I not, who am I?
1: <laughs> what
2: do I want to do? Right. I don't, I've been working on finding a lot more of that for myself. Like Amy used the word joy and that's been important to me in the last year and a half is what does bring me joy. I don't know if I remember that anymore.
1: <laughs> and That's awesome. And you know, that we, as women in particular, we repress our inner child pretty strongly because we need to be looking after everything. You know, we're in charge. Someone falls over and cuts a finger. Something goes wrong at work. You know, we we jump in and yes. fix things, which means when do you get to just relax and have fun? Oh. And those moments when you're with your girlfriends and laughing till you can't stop. Yeah. Those are so healthy yes. that we wanted to find a space where that just naturally Happens. My success criteria for Camp Chateau is to walk across the 20 acres and hear people laughing. Ah. If that happens, then we have done what we wanted to do, because that's all we're really trying to do. Ah. That's so amazing. one of our values, we have four values. And how fun is it by the way? You start a company, you can actually come up with your own values yes. instead of having <laughs> to go. try and embrace, you know, the corporate values go. that someone has <laughs> come up with. Our corporate, corporate, air quotes, (laughs) values are authenticity, community, excellence and joy. Uh, And those are the four things that we strive for in all our meetings, in all our goals, in all our plans. We keep coming back to those four things. Is it building community either with the local village in France Mm -hmm. or within our own camp Mm -hmm. is excellently done? Is it completely authentic or are we putting on some kind of face instead of being genuine? And does it bring joy? Yeah. And if we've got those four things going, how can you not have fun? Yes,
2: absolutely. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, throw in some great food and plentiful free wine. And uh, I feel <laughs> like people will have fun.
2: I yeah. will, uh, Something
0: that I know Carrie's is going to be exquisitely excited about is the way that you are sustainably and locally sourcing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah,
1: so what we could have done is built out, I mean, there's 20 acres. So we could have built out our own organic gardens and then sourced everything from the garden, farm to table. But we decided that doesn't contribute to the local economy. And so instead of doing that, let's purchase all of our fruit, vegetables, meat, dairy and wine from local providers and let's look for those local providers who are themselves sustainably farming and you can find those very easily at the local markets and so we will be sourcing everything for camp locally as much as we possibly can and then we actually have a really fun thing happening I don't know if you know about this Amy but we have a permaculturist coming up from Spain She's going to come and stay with us for three weeks, walk the grounds, help us pick our next project, present it to our founding members. We have about 60 founding members at camp, and then let them choose which one we're going to do in 2023 and start to work on something wonderful there on the grounds that's sustainable and appropriate to the local environment. That's
2: amazing oh my goodness I yes Amy is absolutely spot on that that saying my heart sings when I hear that sort of stuff and I love that and and I'm just so curious like those things like I have I have so much to learn in that area you mentioned that there was an activity around gardening or farming to that extent can you share a little bit more and how does that can does that connect
1: to that at all yeah we have a, a couple of the counselors coming in have Of gardening, and so one is foraging. We'd like to have some foraging class where you can go and just find what's there locally.
2: Unfortunately, all of
1: the mushrooms, which are everywhere in the autumn, won't come up until after camp. But there'll be wild herbs and wildflowers that we can forage for. And then we will have a garden that has herbs in it, and we have a beautiful rose garden and huge lavender beds, and an orchard. And so all of those will be part of the activities and we're trying to bring them in as much as possible. So, for example, if you decided to do a mixology class where we're making a really nice cocktail, we're going to have you go and pick the mint, go and pick the lime or the lemon and then make your own simple syrup from organic sugar. And then once you've got all of your wonderful ingredients together, then we'll put it together into a fantastic cocktail but in that way you're constantly just tapping into the land. Mm-hmm. And as much as possible, I think if our campers can feel one with the environment, they're going to feel more centered. You cannot help but feel relaxed when you're in this environment because it's so natural. Yes. The grounds themselves, the 20 acres are very carefully maintained. They've been beautifully looked after for the last 100 years. And so all we're doing really is benefiting from them and being stewards of those grounds. Yeah. So, so important these days
2: to protect those beautiful environments that exist already and have been cared for for years. That's amazing. I love that. And and I think that that's really, I that has been part of my experience in my journey has been, yeah, the more I feel like myself is when I'm grounded outside in nature, breathing the fresh air. And so that sounds absolutely delightful. Um, And I'd love to. Well, it's
1: actually scientifically proven. I mean, they've been doing studies that say you need to be in nature.
2: We were born in nature and we've somehow decided that we're better and we're not. We are nature. And so let's get back to it.
0: Yeah. Whenever, whenever it's funny. Whenever a um a neighbor will talk about an animal getting into something at night, I'm like, we're in their space. So yeah. like, right. I actually I actually leave food out. My husband's like, please don't do that. But like, do leave food out for the animals at night. But like, we're on their we're on their turf. Um, you know what's exciting is that I just realized. Um, have we said where the camp is?
1: Oh, uh, possibly going? not.
0: Philippa, so where we, are we going? Where are we? Going? We
1: are going to the Kelsey Valley which is in the southwest of France. It is nestled either side of the Sele River. Um, and at one end, sort of halfway down the Sele River is Figeac, beautiful market town. We are eight kilometers from Figiac. You wouldn't know that there's a town nearby, actually, um, because we're on the top of a hill in a little tiny medieval village. The chateau itself is 13th century, so there are pieces of it that date from 1204. Mm-hmm. So it's old. And you can feel it in your bones when you're there. You you just feel the history around you. It's about a two hour drive from Toulouse Airport. That's the biggest airport nearby, about six hours by train from Paris. So we have campers coming in from all over the world, just arriving and congregating at the beginning of each camp session deep in the southwest of France. This area of France is called the Black Triangle of France because there is no light pollution. So when you look up at the sky at night, the Milky Way is just whoosh, above you in the sky and you just lie on your back and watch the shooting stars. It's astonishing.
2: Can I move in officially, permanently? Like
1: <laughs> This feels like it's calling me. <laughs> and, uh, we've hired a property manager couple and they have moved into a little farmhouse that's at the top of the property and they moved from England. And they are so happy there I I mean every time I speak to them they just tell me we are so happy this is the most fun we've ever had in our lives just because it's so beautiful to be there and they're really excited to be part of something where they're going to share it with other people yeah I'm quite jealous of them actually
2: I know I'm like (laughs) oh I'm happy they're happy but how can they be less happy so maybe I could be that happy (laughs) happy. (laughs) <laughs> no, that sounds amazing. And I would love to hear, I mean, we, now we know a little bit about where it is. Philippa, what inspired you to create
1: this amazing experience? Uh, it's two things, really. There are two parts that came together, I would say. First of all, you can hear that I'm English. So I grew up in England. We um, went on holiday to France all the time when I was young and I loved going. I found it really restorative and relaxing even in my teenage years and so from then I've always dreamt of owning some ramshackle hamlet in France that I would renovate and turn into a children's cap so when I was younger in my 20s I thought kids need this and so I had this dream my children and I used to talk about it it was one of those dreams that you just keep nurturing and whenever we went on holiday to France, we daydream, we'd see an old ruin and go, Oh, that would be great for a camp. You know, and we, what activities would we do? So this was a family conversation for many, many years. And then parallel to that, I've been working in banking for nearly 30 years. So I have been full on in corporate patriarchy for all of those years. And, um, And rose to a sea level kind of position. But what I realized along the way is that women are told in order to be successful in those environments, that all you have to do is just be less of you and more like a man. Mm -hmm. That's really a lot of the advice that we get. Mm -hmm. Don't be too emotional stop apologizing, stand with your hands on your hips in the Superman pose so you feel more powerful. Mm -hmm. When somebody at the table steals your idea, you should point it out that Mm -hmm. they stole your idea. So those are all things we are told to do Mm -hmm. in order to be included. Mm -hmm. And about eight or ten years ago, I realized that's completely wrong. And we need to change it so that it's don't change, change the rules. Yes. It's the system that needs to change. It's not the people who are being excluded by the system. And so we need to really lean into inclusivity. How do we make something inclusive? How do you allow people to be authentic? Mm -hmm. Because that's when they're their most amazing, when they're just being themselves. And I look at women of color, for example, how are they going to show up as an old white man? They're not, because they shouldn't. And there's nothing wrong with old white men by the way. i married to one. He's marvelous. I love him. <laughs> so you need more notes in the room than just yeah. the one note. So I have become really passionate about how do we give people inclusive spaces and led more and more into the DE&I aspect of what I did and championed a lot of that work and for the LGBTQ community as well. How do we give this inclusion? So every Sunday I would get an email that was frenchproperties.com which was for my Sunday dream and I'd look at the properties and I would drink my coffee and daydream about France. One day Chateau de Bedeway popped up and I just I don't know why I just felt drawn to it and I gathered my family together and we went to visit and fell in love with it as soon as we arrived and stood there and um, underneath the sort of shadow of the chateau thinking how does this need to be part of our lives and realized here's where everything can come together yes let's do camp but let's do it for women so that women have somewhere they can go where they can take off all those masks they're told to wear all day long throw them on the ground and just be just come and be you'll be fully accepted for who you are have a great time Work on your own wellness and resilience. You deserve this. Let's make it happen. So that's how it all came together. And that was, you know, a year and a half ago. And now we have the first session of camp coming up in about eight weeks.
2: Ah, And just a year and a half ago, like, look at the amazing amount of change that you've created in the world in a year and a half. That's astounding. Beautiful.
1: It's amazing to me when I look back and think, wow, it was the first of April 2022 when we were handed the key. the chateau and the key is fantastic it's like the size of your head big medieval 13th century key and that was first of april and in that one year we have come so far and we're really ready for camp this summer oh
2: i i can imagine i mean i hear your story and one it speaks to my soul as well because it's it's a lot of what i feel in the world that needs to change is um, how we work and how we live and that it's all wrong wrong.
1: (laughs) But there's all of this amazing creativity and genius and we keep crushing it and um, I'm trying to find ways for people to just feel feel their own strength without having to do something purposeful about it just be authentic and and that will come well I think you know the
2: like part of what has really resonated with me in the last couple of years and even most of my life is the first step is awareness, right? And women don't even have the awareness of who they are on the inside without all the masks, without all the responsibilities, without all of that. And so what you're bringing into the world is awareness for women, awareness for them to be able to know what they should be channeling, what they should be bringing into the world. And we, we aren't allowed to tap into that. And so I think that that's incredibly beautiful and absolutely the most important first step, because otherwise you just end up swirling over here, trying like, well, this person says I'm good at this, or this person says I'm good at that, or this kind of feels good or that. Right. And you spend a lot of time listening from the outside in rather than the inside out.
1: And we question ourselves a lot in a way that you, don't see men doing as much i mean you know it's a very big generalization but still when you look at somebody in the higher management areas most men in those areas feel pretty confident Mm -hmm. that they can just do this and even if they have imposter syndrome which they probably do at times it's not coming from the same place Mm -hmm. i don't think and what it comes from for a lot of women is a sense that I'm not supposed to be just me because that makes people uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. I think there was a moment for me um, earlier, a few years ago, I had a bit of a run in with my manager and he had, I felt sort of um, humiliated me in front of my colleagues. There was a group meeting and he had said something very disparaging that was kind of crushing in the moment. And I was very taken aback. It was, I was fairly senior. Mm-hmm. at the time and my first instinct was anger mm-hmm. and i don't usually get angry mm-hmm. so i thought okay something's going on with me that i'm angry because i don't mm-hmm. usually get angry um and then i realized no i'm just i'm so thrown by that that someone would treat me like that and that i didn't have a response and that it, you know i'm very frustrated by it so i arranged to meet with him uh 2 days later gave myself a little time yes. And I sat down with him and I said to him, you know, we're going to talk about something that was very personal for me. And I'm warning you now that I probably will get emotional. And I'm also warning you that that is my superpower. Yes. (laughs) And he just, he sat back on his seat like, oh no. Oh no. (laughs) This is
2: like literal torture for him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just have to lean into, actually, I'm really good at emotion. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to, Just use it right now, and these are the moments we need to get to as women. It's like we have powers, and we need to tap into them, not tap them down.
0: Absolutely, I love that you said, "No, you're going to feel this with me," because you, in that moment, I want to go back to something important that you said. In those moments where um, you know a a man has imposter syndrome, it might come across as um, strong, aggressive, assertive almost barking or like, you know, he, like, he doesn't allow anyone to infiltrate his vulnerability. Whereas if a woman, like when a woman has, and again, I'm, I'm generalizing, but with a woman has vulnerability, we tap into more of the emotions of like, you know, I'm, let me feel myself, let me feel this. And I think a lot of times what you're describing is like, whoa, like that, that, that barking or like that disparaging moment where two leaders are, like, just don't treat humans that way. And that's a lot of what Carrie and I talk about through the Great Connect is like, we're trying to help humanity breathe again in terms yeah. of like, show up as your authentic self. Um, and to your point, Philippa, one more thing I wanted to t- circle back on is, um, when you are, so if you were to, in that moment that you just told us about as a, um, a higher level, woman who had gotten disparaging comment in the workplace, it threw you? Is that the moment that kind of threw you into more like, I need to change this? Was that the defining moment or one of them? And when, if we, as we run across women who are like, I don't need a break. I don't need to go to camp. I'm authentic. I'm real. How would you help her dig through a little bit to say like, actually,
1: I think I do need this. Yeah, that's a really good point. I would say, Yes, it was an important moment to me, but I think I would already, I mean, the reason I can have that conversation with him is because I'd already had some realizations. And one of them um, for me that was really important is that my children, when they were all old enough to go off to college, they've gone off and they've done amazing things. They're all over the world. They're doing incredible, adventurous, marvellous, creative things. And I realized when my youngest – you know, made the choices that they made, that their friends from high school could not make the same choices. They had really close friends from high school who did not have the privilege that my children had. And my children had that privilege because I have privilege. And it suddenly really struck me when kids that I had seen sitting around our kitchen table growing up as teenagers, and I realized the difference in their lives, which came from whether they did or did not, Have access to certain privileges, money being one of them, but some of it was education and opportunity and network and all of the things that my kids had. And at that moment, I realized I can't only be part of the problem anymore. I have to find a way to contribute in some way, even if it's a small way, to some systemic improvement. Mm -hmm. And I started to make choices around my career at that time that were along those lines. So you know, do do A or B. (laughs) A is just me continuing to be very successful in my particular privileged bubble. (laughs) B is outside my comfort zone, but does start to contribute to some change. And so I was making those A B choices. And then last summer, when I was laid off last summer, I had that really stark moment of, okay, am I gonna go and be a chief risk officer in a bank somewhere again? Or am I gonna really do this yes. and um, i made the decision you know what i'm gonna just really do this and let's see what happens and it's been a really fantastic year for me um terrifying at times because it's not the same at all but all i do all day long is meet people i really like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work people i really like it's really fun
2: it's very surreal, isn't it? It's like, oh, is this, is this work? And like, I don't know because I'm enjoying meeting all these wonderful people and all these wonderful conversations. It's really hard.
1: <laughs> right? Well, we've got, you know, over a hundred women coming this summer and I have met most of them, probably 95% of them I've met and they're all fantastic. Yeah. And just the idea that these people are now in my life and I'm going to give them something they're going to love yeah. is um it's really very satisfying. That is absolutely amazing.
0: Carrie, something that Philippa just said that's so brilliant that resonates with me is that um, what I feel the three of us have this amazing, beautiful thing in common is that, uh, and you you articulated it perfectly, Philippa, that I hadn't been able to realize until you just said it, is that Carrie and I too could have just kept going. We could have kept um being in different executive and C-suite roles, but we too made the choice. We, we said, no, we unsubscribe from this and we want right. to start being part of the, the shift and the change for other humans to be better humans. Carrie, would you
1: put it similarly? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Put yeah. it, nailed it, just a few yeah. minutes. At so, well, your point earlier, Amy, yes, I, I meet women who say, I don't need that. That sounds awful. Why would I want to hang out with women and just, no. And when someone says that to me, it's like, I completely understand if it's a, I will never share a bathroom again in my life. I get that. You know, <laughs> that's who you are. You need, you need that level of luxury. I get it. And so I have no, nothing against that. But if your reason is, I don't need it, do you really not? I mean, this might not be the vacation that you need. This might not be the break you need, but do you need six days? where you don't have to look after someone else, where you do not have to be putting on some kind of act in order to be seen as successful or to be seen as strong enough or tough enough. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. We all need times where we can just be authentic. It's it's part of your mental health apart from anything else. How do you just continue to have a facade? In the end, people break and the level of stress for women in America at the moment is 50% higher than that for men and men are stressed. Yeah. So we're super, super stressed yes. and people need to give themselves permission yeah. to just disconnect.
2: Yeah. I I'd also offer that the person that says that they don't need it is probably the person who needs it the most.
1: I know it always makes me sad. If somebody's very strident about it, I'm like, Hmm,
2: I wish I could help you.
1: <laughs> I want to. I
2: want to I
0: wanna wear them down in a good way. Yeah. You, <laughs> I just want to keep tipping away. Like, okay, can we have coffee today? Can we just talk? <laughs> it does take a minute. I love this, and um, I want to. I want to kind of wrap up with a fun story. Um, but before before I say that, like w- what you just said is that it is in there. And you said earlier in the uh, in the podcast about it takes about three days for someone to really kind of. Um, And what's interesting about the retreat that Carrie and I went to kind of on day one, all of us, all of the women, we just kind of stripped down and soul wise, um, we were clothed, Um, but like just kind of immediately. And we thought it was pretty incredible that we, I think we all just kind of like went in immediately. And, but I do think you're right that it does take just a few days to be like, wait, is this, is this real life? Um, So funny that you say about like different boundaries or why, why women, they are about Bathrooms, sharing bathrooms. Um, Carrie, do you want to share what we, what our experience was in our little room together? Oh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, you're prompting me for something that I hope I'm going to deliver on, which is, um, I mean, we had two twin beds in a small little room, and we were in the middle of the woods, and we all shared bathrooms, and it was very much like a dorm kind of camp setting in that way. And at first, I was like, oh. And then it just felt really good. And it, I, I, I just keep questioning things. And I think Philippa, you bring so many of these to light that are so important, right? Like why, why can't we just take off the mask and who are we under there and how, what is our joy and what brings us that? And why can't we be ourselves at work? And that's a really important right. one to me personally that like, We all, you said, you said superpowers and that's the word that Mm -hmm. I use too, right? That we have super, we each have our own superpowers and they're all different. And if they weren't different, it would be a really boring place to live because I want to learn your superpowers and I want to see you shine them as bright as possible. And I, I can't wait to live in a world that creates more of that. And I think you are a huge part of moving us in that direction. So I am grateful for what you're bringing into this life and I also hope that someday I am going to be one of those campers because my whole body um, is like I need to be there how do I get myself um. there <laughs> we're gonna get Absolutely. her she knows she,
0: she wants to there's just some some other barriers but yeah. um, is there any so to to so to wrap up Philippa anyone who is maybe on the fence or interested more in Camp Chateau how can we get more more women involved engaged Uh, where can we find you
1: you can find us uh, on our website first of all www.campchateau.com and you can find us on instagram look for camp chateau and you can find us on facebook look for camp chateau and one of the things that was amazing to us by the way is that nobody else had ever been a camp chateau so that name is ours Um, and you can come for camp has come for six days and five nights we still have room this summer so you can still get in um or you can be a founder member and we have founding members who they are helping with the actual investment in camp chateau and in return they get interest on their investment and they get free camp and so we use our founding members as a real source for us to make sure this is designed by women for women and we ask them everything so that they can give us lots of feedback and make the experience that you have the best that it can be. We'll be doing camp from June 20th through to the middle of August this year and longer next year. We'll be announcing the 2024 dates soon, Um, but we're filling up 2023 right now.
2: Oh, my goodness. How magical. This was wonderful. Thank you for sharing all of this with us and for bringing this into the world. I'm so excited for you and for all the women that are going to get this opportunity.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I love sharing it. And I hope I get to see you both there.
2: Thank you, Philippa. Thanks, Keri. welcome. Thank you all. This is The Great Connect with Carrie and Amy. We'll see you next time.